Hello there. It has been way too fucking long. Um, pun intended, we're back. Uh, I am your host, as always, who went mad when he lost his eye. I am Adam. How the fuck are you guys? I missed you all from the bottom of my heart. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, my brother, the love of my life. He is the original tough guy. Zach, how the hell are you? Hey, everybody. It's good to be back. Never seen so many tonsils. Yeah. What was so Zach thought he was hosting and he came up with intros. You said the one was never seen so many tonsils, and what was the other one? Oh, uh, what was it? Oh, uh, at one point they called the dinosaurs uh, stupid and violent. So I was going to say that uh, my co host this week uh, was, oh, I, can, I can pull it up. I have it right here. There's something right like here. used to be, was stupid uh, yeah, and violent. Yeah, my co host started off stupid and violent. Now he's less violent. Yeah, it's true. Considering um, that you were still stupid. We are we're we're back, ladies and gentlemen, and we're covering we're back a dinosaur story. Um a movie that I didn't know was actually based on a book. Um the movie is about a time traveling scientist goes back to prehistoric times and feeds dinosaurs a magic cereal that increases their intelligence. Next, they land in modern New York City for a series of comic adventures, which sounds like the dumbest explanation of a movie that we've ever fucking covered. You and know, we covered baby geniuses. You know how when they adapt a children's book into a movie, they have to like pad the story a bit? Yeah, because like, children's books are like 10 pages long. They did not do that with this one. <laughs> I would say the... Uh, the title song from this from this movie is Roll Back the Clock, which is something you don't have to do because this movie comes in, which we've made fun of. We make reference to this movie so much in this podcast. This movie is only an hour and 12 minutes long. I said to, to uh, Becky, uh, for those of you who have forgotten, Becky is my, my dear wife. Um, uh, we've covered television episodes on this podcast that are longer than this movie. Yeah, it's true. Like every every basically every episode of Game of Thrones we've covered is longer than this episode, or longer than this movie, I should say. Oh, um, I, I have a drink sponsor tonight, Adam. If I if I may. Oh, um, speaking of which, Zach uh, is drinking during the podcast. Oh uh, well, you're kind of stepping on my toes. Oh, I'm can, sorry. Continue. Uh, tonight, my drinking is sponsored by not letting beer control me i control the beer it's deep what beer uh, are you drinking just more light uh i'm drinking uh sam adams oktoberfest uh just For- to keep everybody uh updated because uh when we last met uh i was a recovering alcoholic and i still am but yeah. i i have it I, I would say you know not to toot my own horn but toot toot my friend i've, I've uh, i think i've beaten this thing i'm in control now yeah I say you don't longer. You're no longer like texting me at four o'clock in the morning, telling me that you're gonna start like, I don't know, like spreadsheeting something while just like piss drunk and misspelling words. Oh, but get, don't get me wrong. I'm still up at four o'clock in the morning, but yeah. now I'm sober, eating cheese, watching Girl Interrupted. Yeah, that's that's as that's, God that's, intended. That's what we call a come up. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, real quick, yeah, so me... I just but yeah, just to wrap, I I I have uh, gotten to the point where I feel like I can afford myself an alcoholic beverage from time to time, yeah. and it not be a problem. I'm no longer a problem drinker, <laughs> just a drinker. 
just a problem. <laughs> just yeah, just a problem. Um, this movie, Zach, has more director, almost more directors than it has cast. Mm-hmm. It has four directors. Um, Phil Nibbling, which is a fun name. Mm-hmm. Simon Wells, Dick Zondag, which is another fun name, and I think, Ralph I think Zondag. I, have, I think I have the note, the name Dick Zondag, in my notes. Just that's yeah. the note. Um, yeah, there it is, Dick Zondag. Phil Phil Nibbling. Uh, <laughs> directed uh, American Tale, Five Goes West. We're back to Dinosaur Story, that some movie Puss in Boots from 1999. Wait, um, who did? Who directed it? Uh, Nibblink. Uh, Nibblink, Phil, yes. Uh, Nib- Nibblink, comma, Phil. <laughs> um, he's uh, directing something in 2025, which is currently in post-production, called Monkey King, A Hero's Journey to the West. Um, I could every word in that one was a surprise. Yeah, um, Simon uh, Simon Wells directed uh, also directed American Tale Five Goes West. We're back at Dinosaur Story. Balto, The Prince of Egypt, Time Machine, Mars Needs Moms, and two things that I have no fucking clue what they are. Um, we have Dick Zondag. Uh, directed, um, we're back at Dinosaur Story. Fifteen episodes of a show called Reboot. Was it? Wait, that's Reboot. Reboot, like the fucking yeah. Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, the one Saturday, the ABC's one Saturday morning. Yeah, that's fucking rad, dude. Do you um, remember then, how Saturday morning cartoons used to be such a thing? Yeah, that, like in the end of summer, beginning of fall on TGIF one one night. Like they would do this every year. There would be a Saturday morning cartoon preview special. Yeah, where they would preview. That's where I first learned about Bump in the Night. Yeah, and uh, uh, reboot. Yeah, that's fucking uh, rad. Even I think that's the first time I ever laid eyes upon Recess. Fucking. I fucking love Recess. Um, Ralph Zondag uh, directed "We're Back a Dinosaur Story," kept with the dinosaur theme and directed Disney's Dinosaur. And no. then, uh, like, I'm assuming his brother directed... I was about uh, to say... <laughs> See, you're Monkey stepping King. on my toes tonight, Adam. I was about to, to make a joke, uh, ask if you f- think there's any relation between... Uh, I'm sorry. Um, a lot, the, the four directors um, of this movie um, are very... He- they, have, they have significantly more credits in art department and animation department for a bunch of other shit. I feel like that's, that's kind of par for the course in animation a lot yeah like because because animation more than other um other like regular movies are more are more studio based yeah so i feel like you come up through the ranks more in like animation than you do in like in like regular film like you could come into film as a director i feel like it's more common like it's it's not as common to like start as a grip a key grip on like movie set and work your way up to director where in in um animation i feel like it's more more common to start as like just the guy who draws like the horse yeah and then next thing you know you're directing a movie about a horse yeah this of course is at the the very horse heavy um a horse a horse horse animation soon horse of course yeah they're i think they're doing mr ed yeah coming soon the animated mr ed uh chris pratt is playing mr ed Chris Pratt, dude, I'd fucking watch Chris Pratt as Mr. Ed. That'd be great. <laughs> um, movie was written by John Patrick Shanley, I'm going to say his name is pronounced. Um, apparently wrote the movie Moonstruck, starring Cher. 
Uh, Joe versus the Volcano. Uh, we're back at Dinosaur Story. Congo. A bunch of shit that I... Man, he really uh, just oh, took doubt, a detour. Doubt wrote... starring um, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Did he write... He didn't write the play, too, did he? No, yeah, he, did. he did. He wrote the play and the screenplay. Wow, this guy just, like... Did he need a paycheck in 1993 or something? Apparently, yeah. Um, he just wrote some weird shit in 1993. He wrote uh, Alive, The Thief and the Cobbler, Danny I. Roberta... We're back at Dinosaur Story, and then was like, I'm going to take two years off and then come back with Congo. It's very strange. Yeah. Um, I'm really hoping that Alex listens, friend of the best friend of the podcast, Alex listens to this podcast and picks up on my, my Family Guy reference by saying Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh, because... well, it, looks like he, it looks like John Patrick Shanley has an upcoming project. It's called uh, Monkey King Hero of the West. Yeah, something like, dude, all of the directors were involved in something Monkey King related. Um, he's, he's he's not writing the first Monkey King movie. He, he's, he's they've already optioned him for the second because yeah. they're, they're that confident in the Monkey King franchise. Um, this movie was based on a book, a children's book of the same name by Hudson Talbot. Um, Which wrote is a name that sounds things, familiar. Wrote things such as a, a walk in the woods, a walk in the words. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Wolf to Wolf, It's okay. All About Me, Yao, River of Dreams, The Story of the Hudson River, um, and uh, most famously, uh, We're Back, a Dinosaur Story. Um, wolf to Wolf, I, if which, I'm not mistaken. In the Wikipedia article, it says, was adapted into an animated film by the same name by Steven Spielberg. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, was it? Spielberg produced this fucking movie. Well, yeah, it's, it, it, I feel like the... Uh, it, was produced, well, it was produced by Amblin. Yeah, I don't feel like this. Like, I'm sure this had to have some something behind it because, like, first off, like '93, if you weren't Disney, your animated movies weren't really like, yeah, getting out there in the way that we we saw this when we were little. I feel like I remember renting this from Blockbuster, which um, is a very old sentence. But then you look at the the, the cast, like. Oh, let's see. Let's get to the cast real quick. I, I completely forgot that the cast is might special. be one of the strangest casts. We have John Goodman, Blaze Bertle, Rhea Perlman, Jay Leno, Renee Levant, Felicity Kendall, Charles Fleischer. Flesher? But you know who Charles Fleischer is? Vaguely. Robert Roger Rabbit. Yeah. That okay, that's why I fucking recognize his face. Okay. Um, Walter Cronkite is in this. Uh, Joey Shea, Julia yeah. Child. My my second. Holy shit! Do, Julia Child is that I, America's most trusted voice? Yeah. yeah, it's a very strange cast. Wait, Ju, Julia Child fucking plays that little fucking doctor. Yeah, and Rhea Perlman coming off of, um, like Cheers, one of the, the most popular sitcoms, plays just that mother bird in the beginning. Yeah, I was like, they got strange, pro- dude. and then Yearly Smith plays the little girl, and then we have Martin Short as Stubbs the Clown. Yeah, Kenneth Mars, and also Kenneth Mars as Professor Screw Eyes. And Kenneth Mars, uh, I'm most recognized as the Nazi playwright from uh, um, uh, 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 the producers, the original producers. 
Oh, okay. Oh, he's also the guy, the the inspector, like the cop in Young Frankenstein with the arm that he has to like. Oh yeah. I think the best part of that is when he like he runs over and stabs all the darts on the bullseye, and then makes the sound of darts hitting the board with his arm. <laughs> I love it. Um, I know we're. I I know there's a very morbid occasion we're saving Mel Brooks movies for, but yeah, fucking. I can't wait to do Mel. I mean, I, yeah, I can't, at the I can't, same time, Zach, I can't wait. So, Zach texts me one day and says, "When Mel Brooks dies, we cover. We're doing a month worth of Mel Brooks movies." So I'm going to say it right here. You can quote me on it. I cannot wait till Mel Brooks dies so we can cover Young Frankenstein. Um, uh, keep talking. I gotta usually uh, just uh, to give a little inside baseball. Uh, usually, I uh, am on my my Apple MacBook Air. With my Bluetooth headphones. All right. Talking, uh, we get it, Zach. You have money. Uh, it's not even mine. It's Becky's. But today, yeah. I'm on a computer that I, I'm not kidding, might be 11 years old. Tot. Um, and I'm on wired <laughs> headphones, and I'm like just out of reach of the fridge. If, so you're, my Zach, if your laptop off. was Kirsten Dunst, your laptop would be, would be the, the hot. Price. This is the hottest my laptop <laughs> has ever been. <laughs> I was ex- Katie, I, I'm, I'm recording at my girlfriend Katie's house right now. And she's sitting across from me, and I was explaining to her how me and Zach spent an entire movie, an entire episode of the podcast talking about how the hottest Kirsten Dunst no. is nine year old Kirsten Dunst. You talked about how hot nine year old Kirsten Dunst is. I'm a mandated reporter. Uh, she's a court mandated reporter now, so she has to report me for uh, child abuse. Uh, but the, the reason I bring this up is I now have to remove my headphones temporarily to go the three and a half inches from the kitchen table to the refrigerator. So continue talking about. Oh, I have to remove my headphones, like a poor person. Like, like it's 1978. Like a fucking, I, like a fucking peasant. Like I need to take a break from listening to Slow Ride. <laughs> mm. uh, so the first note I have for the movie is uh, "Roll Back the Clock" by Little Richard. I'm back. Uh, and I just learned when watching this movie now. Uh, the, the movie was based on a book. Um, I didn't know that. I kind of want to buy this book for my kids now because I fucking... I, it's been a long time since what, I watched this movie. What if ironically it's movie. like the longest kid's book? It's like it's, a, it's like a fucking phone book long. It's, it's 112 pages. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, we start... Let's let, Before we... like As we dive into the movie, can I raise one question that... Uh, I hadn't. I didn't have before because it turns out I didn't remember a lot of this movie. So I one question really struck out um, at me as I watched this movie on Family Movie Night. By the way, I, I double uh, double dip Family Movie Night and movie note taking. Um, the one question that kept coming to mind while watching this is, "What the fuck is this movie?" <laughs> um, I have a note that says, "What kind of shitty Jurassic Park idea is this?" Let's go get some dinosaurs and make them smart and bring them to fucking New York. Like, yeah, I don't. It's a terrible. Like, I, I, eventually, I feel like people in movies are going to learn that taking large animals from their native environment and bringing them to New York City is not a good fucking idea. It never works. King Kong, the second Jurassic Park, the remake of King Kong, the remake of Jurassic Park. Fucking everything. It never works out well for the parties, all parties involved. Um, all right. Um, 
that's not even my big problem with it. Just like the, the just, it's all kind of nonsense. It is very nonsense. All right, just a couple quick questions. More so, not specifically about this movie, but just movies. In- For two things, two part questions. First off, how do we feel about cartoon birds using their wings as arms? I'm fine with it. I'm on board. I'm, I'm not birds are made up it. by the government. It's true. Them in Finland. <laughs> Finland uh, is made up by the government. There's a, a conspiracy theory that I think is it Finland. I think it's Finland. One of the like one of those countries uh, doesn't exist. Oh really? That's the theory. That's fucking right. I'm gonna have to look into that one. Um, I, I just love the idea that um the the whole reason that COVID happened was so the government could change the batteries in all the birds. <laughs> um, second part question. It also tied to the part of the movie with the birds in it. How do you feel about depictions of animals? Um, anamorphic. That's what's the word? Anthropomorphic. Anthropomorphic animals. You should know because one of the episodes you hosted, your top five was top five, top top five anthropomorphic animals. Yeah, that was during my drinking days. And was all, it anthropomorphic? I think it was anthropomorphic just things in movies because I think there were some that weren't animals. Yeah, because I think we there was even a discussion about how we we both d- mostly had animals, but it didn't yeah. necessarily have to be because anthropomorphic. Uh, anthropomorphized i don't even think i don't think that's right uh it's 100 percent right zach i used to be an english major anthropomorphized is like when something that's not human has human qual uh, human qualities and characteristics exactly it's not hitting the the ear right anthropomorphized anthropomorphized for more but that that one is a difficult one but anthro anthropology Uh, is uh is that a headshot Oh, really? Like bougie and expensive. Like uh what was that fucking like uh Urban Outfitters? Urban Outfitters. What what store do they go to in in National Treasure? They go to Urban Outfitters. They're yeah. They're on our they're they're in Urban Outfitters. Um okay, but how do we feel about anthropomorphic animals dealing with food that is also anthropomorphized? But like to a lesser extent. For instance, I'm fine with it. Like you're 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 talking about the birds who are kind of human, like eating a worm who also has like a face, has a face, and and is showing like um, fear and terror. Yeah, showing human emotion. I'm fine with it, dude. I don't. I don't know if I like. Uh, See, I'm fine with it because the way I I look at things is like uh, it's the way I look at vegetarianism. Uh, If cows didn't want me to eat them, they would get smarter and learn how to use guns. So if that worm didn't want those birds to eat it, he would fucking wise up and revolt. So, so uh, this isn't um, so nature. Fuck. It's a cartoon movie about dinosaurs. Mm, so exactly. like, it's, exactly. there's a creative choice here. There's exactly. a creative choice. What, the, the, what the, are dinosaurs but animals, which is nature overruled, uh, withheld, or with whatever other lawyer terms. Anyway, overruled. Um, overruled. So is uh, so I forgot that the dinosaur golfs in this. Um, do yeah. you? Oh, speaking the, of him golfing, he's got some fucking sick shades on, dude. When he's golfing, um, I didn't yeah. notice the shades. I was paying more attention to his golf equipment to try to figure out if it's regulation golf equipment that the dinosaur is trying to use, or if it is bigger sized because it doesn't look like either. 
It's hard. It's hard to gauge. Also, John Goodman's not just doing a John Goodman voice in this. He's putting no, some it's spice weird. On He's it. actually doing because because John Goodman like normally when John Goodman because I've seen him do animated characters before. Mm-hmm. And usually he just does it's John, John Goodman. Goodman, but he's doing a voice that's like you're kind of sitting there going, "Is that John Goodman? I'm pretty sure that is, but I'm not 100 percent sure." I mean, where are we? We're like mid run on Roseanne here for the shawties. Um So I, I don't think John Goodman is the the uh, the commodity. Is this pre Coyote Ugly? Yes, Coyote Ugly was like oh, okay. 99. So he hasn't reached Coyote Ugly start. No, he's not. He's not at the peak of his fame. Which everyone has, has agreed on uh, as to be Coyote Ugly. Ten Cloverfield Lane is it before Ten Cloverfield Lane? Uh, that movie came out because when I when I thought I was hosting, mm-hmm. one of my proposed top fives was John Goodman movies, and me and Ben here were talking about it. Katie, mentioned. dude, Katie loves John Goodman. Is he in the wrestler? The, the big no, not the wrestler. Um, the big Lebowski and the the one where he got all fucking fat and said in the song with the white towel on. Yeah. What movie was John Goodman in a sauna, Zach? Katie's having sexual <laughs> fantasies about John Goodman in a sauna, a sauna? just wearing a white towel. Huh? I don't, I don't know. But if um, you told me he does that at some point in Lebowski, I would, I would buy it. It was a wrestling movie? Yeah. Zach, you watch wrestling movies. It was actually John Goodman played Marissa Tomei in The Wrestler. Yeah. Um... <laughs> John Goodman played a hot stripper. Um, oh, I saw a guy critiquing the the wrestler the other day, and he goes, "He was because he's, he's he hosts a wrestling podcast I listen to, mm. and he was he was breaking down like some of the like the wrestling problems with it." And he goes, "This this is kind of whatever because he's talking about how he, he hates the movie." He goes, and "It's like and the worst thing was I went I saw it in a theater and uh, I was with a couple." friends and we get to the part of the movie where uh marissa tomei offers to have sex with a guy and he goes no thanks grandma and i turned to my friend i was like wait were we supposed to think marissa tomei is unattractive this whole time apparently john goodman was in a sauna and a towel in the mark Wahlberg vehicle the gambler he was definitely fatter in that movie than normal and he's bald too it's very unsettling now he's weird thin. Hit it hit it two times. Once in the morning, once in the evening, like brushing your teeth. John Goodman a John Goodman a day keeps the doctor away, as Katie says. Um I I forgot about the whole uh, to get back to this fucking movie that we're covering, I forgot about the whole thing of him golfing in the beginning. As like he mm. fucking rolls up in a golf cart. Like it's just his day off. Yeah. Um, from what we find out is like a mu- an interactive museum or something. Um, um, I have a little bit of critique on his on his golf game. His short game sucks. Was a dinosaur. He's, he he's, he it's, has it's, it's short short arms short game. He has you know? maybe a fifteen foot putt, and he has to and he and he has to two stroke it. Like he's he could have had bird. He could have had par, but now he's bogey. Imagine having to put your arms up into your body and then like try to get get a, a good follow through on a swing. That's true. Um, uh, I like how I, at one point the bird asked him, "Is like you golf?" He's like, "Well, I am smart." 
<laughs> or something like that. Like he's like, oh, I'm smart, so yeah, of course I got. Um, I got a, I got a little. Uh, okay, so I'm going to list two things, and then at the end of the two things, I want you to imap- imagine an ellipsis. Okay. Where that ellipsis goes, that's where you fill in the next thing in the list. Okay. Do you, you see ellipsis? I see ellipses. I guess I do say ellipsis. I never. I you refer. Like, you're referring to dot dot dot. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so where the ellipses goes, that's where you fill in the next thing on the list. Okay. Mm-hmm. Brain grain. Okay. Smart tarts. Mm. Think drink. There you go. <laughs> Is that you what you it. also came up with? No, I didn't come up. I was, I was leaving it to you. Oh, oh. Yeah, I was, like, I was like, I don't know, something that fucking rhymes. The picture. Um, Katie's just showing me pictures of John Goodman now. <laughs> um, uh, is it just me, or does it seem like the Great Kazoo is selling this fucking cereal? The Great Kazoo is the Jay Leno character, by the way, for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. It's fucking strange, dude. Um, uh, yeah, I it, my... it, it, I, the whole thing... The fact, just uh, here. Okay, here's the concept here. Okay, uh-huh. I'm gonna break it down completely. A, an inventor slash maybe wizard goes back in time with an alien or something because it's never explained <laughs> to give dinosaurs cereal to make them smart, so that when they listen to his wish radio, they'll hear that kids in a un, like a very specific time yeah, in New York. It kind of it kind of resonates with what's going on in the world today because really he's giving the dinosaurs the power of consent. Oh, I have that somewhere. Yeah. Um, that's that's what he says. Is, he says, I made you guys smart so now you guys can decide whether or not you want to come yeah, back my note, to the future with me. My, wait, back my to note the says... Go back in time. My note says, wait, this was all to give dinosaurs the cognitive ability to decide decide whether they wanted to grant wishes or not? Mm-hmm. Um, Zach, do you know who holds the Guinness World Record for most Make-A-Wish Foundation wishes granted? Uh, it's John Cena. Yeah, but those kids never fucking saw him coming. I know. Well, <laughs> they they never saw him. Period. It's not like he yeah. snuck up on them. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's he doesn't go. You can't see me approaching. Yeah. It's, you just can't see me. You just can't see him in general. You can't see me. Period. Um, the one girl wishes in in the wish radio. Oh, um, I have a note is, about that. It says "kids in the middle future." Kids in the middle future is what he refers to it as the middle future. Kids in the middle future want mustaches, nicer siblings, and dinosaurs. If I had a wish radio, or if I if my bubble popped out of a wish radio, my wish would be: I wish I knew what a Thanksgiving hat was. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Everybody has a Thanksgiving hat. Everyone in this movie does. Um. Real quick before we get into the the Every wish radio, you see has a Thanksgiving hat. Um, that one specific one. When we meet all of the dino, when Rex meets all of the dinosaurs, I just want to point out that Triceratops is a herbivore. So mm-hmm. why is he eating sausages? Um, well, they're hot dogs. They refer to them as hot dogs, and no, they're no, very I just want to say hot dogs. I just want to say, say sausages because of that fucking video. Um, um, Elsa the pterodactyl wants to straight up. Who should be Rhea Perlman? That yeah. T-Rex. That's who Rhea Perlman should yeah, be. Yeah, Rhea like. Perlman should absolutely. In fact, when I was watching it, I thought Elsa was Rhea Perlman. 
Because it says in the thing Mother Bird, and I was like, oh, the pterodactyl's name must be Mother Bird. Forgetting. Mm -hmm. Like, she should be the pterodactyl so much that I forgot that there was a Mother Bird in this movie. No. Previously. Um, you had mentioned the Wish Radio. It's the creepiest fucking thing. Do you, do you, have you, <laughs> have you seen this fucking movie? No. He, this, this fucking dude in this movie, he's part warlock, part scientist, maybe a god of some sorts. We're not, but sure. very benevolent. He's, 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 old, yeah. he's very, he's a good guy. Very, he, what, he's, his name is, uh, something. Dr. New Eyes. Professor New Eyes. Is it New Eyes? It's, it's New Eyes. I think it's New Eyes. It, it is because it rhymes with screw eyes. Yeah. He God. has like an old timey like radio. Inside a thick spaceship. Inside a, inside a sweet ass steampunk with, spaceship. With no K. Just yeah. T-H-I-C. Same but but don't for, for some reason this radio makes bubbles come out of it. And, and it makes all the bubble, children of the world speak he can English in their all wishes. The children of the world's wishes. It's creepy as fuck. And one kid I wishes to see. Yeah. It's fucking weird. It's very like he shouldn't be allowed near a Chuck E. Cheese. But did you did you pick up at one point one of the wishes is a kid wishes he could see more dinosaurs? More dinosaurs? Yeah. He's like, I wish I could Quite see more dinosaurs. It's it's that it's that's his. But he made a brand of cereal that fucking makes you smarter. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like it also makes your eyes closer together. Yeah, and maybe shrink. Yeah, because it's the kind of like dinosaur. Imagine like a honey bunches of oats. Yeah. Yeah, I fucking that. love honey bunches. Zach, really, but I really get smart off like apple Zach, what's your favorite cereal? Uh, I don't really eat a lot of cereal, but if I if I were to go back to when I was eating more cereal, I guess I would say Frosted Mini Wheats. Yeah, I, I wish Katie was looking at me because I was going to mouth Frosted Mini Wheats at her so I could predict <laughs> what you were going to say. Katie, what's your favorite cereal? Um, if I could have any cereal at any time of the year, it would mm -hmm. be like Count Chocula. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can get Count Chocula any time of the year. <laughs> I just saw a TikTok. They're, they're like the, um... What you, you saw a TikTok, what, Zach? It said uh, today's phrase of the day is down for the count. And then, it, like, the guy's, like, right in the, the, like, the, the forefront of the screen. And then he leans back. And he's got a green screen behind him. And it's Count Chocula. And he goes, this means you're down to fuck this guy. So you want to eat his chocolatey asshole. <laughs> um, I go to swore that Count Chocula, you could get Count Chocula every time of the year. But yeah. during Halloween, yeah, you, get the, you get the rest yeah. of the family. When they have the Boo Berry and the Frankenberry. Which is very lazy. Why didn't they think of another fucking flavor? They're both berry flavored. Is there another? Is there a fourth one? Count Chocula, like... Booberry, Frankenberry. Is there a fourth one that's maybe like uh, werewolf berry? I think maybe like oats. Maybe like a like a healthy, like a like a werewolf oats. Werewolf oats. Is that a thing? Werewolf bar mitzvah. Um. I think I don't know if I have a favorite cereal. There's I really like honey fruit. bunches of oats. And there is a fourth one. Fruit fruit. Fruit that's fruit, the, which also seems to be berry. Like berry. <laughs> it's just, berry. It's just, everything is berry fucking flavored. I like right. I like you know what I fucking love. Uh, well here's the thing. Like, here's the thing. It appears that they're different fruits. For instance, uh, uh, different berries. Blueberry is strawberry. Blueberry. Frankenberry is snozberries. Frankenberry is strawberry. 
Okay. And fruit brute appears to be maybe like a fruit, like a general fruit. Like a fruit punch? A maybe. Like a something cool, like a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> For lunch, we have something cool, like a fruit brute. <laughs> like a fruit brute, you know. Just a cigarette and a fruit boot and a warm of heavy cream. Um, <laughs> uh, where am I in my notes? Oh, oh, uh, I oh we, I have been thinking this is, I don't know if a fucking Thanksgiving hat is a real thing. It's not. But all of the little, if you see a little girl in this movie, she's wearing the same exact hat. To yeah. the point where I got confused as to what girl was which. Yeah. Um, they say, oh. so we're introduced to the name of Juliet Bleeb, which is a solid name. Yeah, Juliet And she's Bleib. located at the address Natural History Museum, which is not an address. No, that's why I sent a letter there the other day, and I just had to write Natural oh, History Museum. And it came back sender. to you. Yeah, I did not. It was not returned to sender. Address, address unknown. Um, um, I, I, have a, I have a note here that says Professor Screwwise. Don't think that's the family name. But then at the end, when I, I don't think we, I, he might introduce himself here in the beginning, Mister New Eyes, but it isn't till the end that I, I, I heard his name and mm-hmm. t- like. So I'm wondering if Eyes is the family name, and we think Screw Eyes is his last name, but his first name is he's Professor Eyes, comma Screw. Yeah. Um, um, Professor Screw Eyes. I'm actually going to start a punk band called Professor Screw Eyes. That'd be a solid name. It would be, dude. At the very least, a song. Adam, fuck. I, I, I don't want to wait. Did you look up that band? Oh, no, I didn't. Adam, I, I, it's driving what's the, what's me crazy. What's the name of the band? <sighs> August is something? August, August is... is Falling. Okay, you know August is Falling? No, Kay doesn't know. Kay okay, knows Adam, all about music. They, they she have, knows all about music. They have... Well, here's, here's what I've gathered... And, and please, if you know anything about August is Falling and you're listening, please uh, don't... John Hannigan, us. I swear to God, I know you fucking know who this band is. Like, at, at, at Instagram us, because I've currently lost access to our, our Twitter. Um, Why? Because I had got the new phone, I had to log in everything, and I don't remember the login exactly for the... Zach, you lost our fucking Twitter? I'm on the Instagram. I got the Instagram back. Have a beer. Yeah. Um, I got a drink. Zach lost the Twitter. Adam, but like I listened to their EP, some of the songs on their EP. Mm-hmm. Because here's the, from what I've gathered, here's the story of, with this band. They've been, this is whatever, if this is a real story or a fake story, I don't know, but here's the story. They've been underground and very staunchly anti selling out and anti mainstream. Mm-hmm. And now they're finally starting to break through into the mainstream. And they just released their EP on the Spotify and Apple Music. And I so supposedly they've been around for a, a, a bit. And there's comments on things like, oh, man, this band saved my life like twice. Or oh, I listen, used to listen to this band in elementary school. And every all of it has this air of everyone's in on the joke. That this isn't a real band, that this is a, a parody band. Everybody's in on the joke, but Zach. Yeah, but there's never that comment that goes, "Wait, is this real or not?" Or like, at, at all tips the hand as to what's going on. No. But you listen to the music, and it is either a parody or a band that is doing the most like 
like if if you were if you did not like pop punk and were making fun of pop punk, the things mm. you would the songs you would sing to make make fun of pop punk would have all these elements in it. Yeah. But I they might be serious. But they do things like sing like one of the songs is like like didn't do your homework. It's like when you were making fun of <laughs> it's like when you're you're you were making fun of the, the, the Blink Money Two album California and like mm. the one song is called King of the Weekend and you're like what did they get to Home Depot and fucking Bed Bath and Beyond on the same day? But I don't I, I don't know even Google Google the 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 their EP is called the Simple Plan EP I think. Google the album cover and tell me that's not making fun. Uh, what's the name of this band? August is falling. Hold on. The Simple Plan EP. Oh, that's definitely making fun, dude. I don't know, though. Unity reminds me of, it reminds me of, do you remember when we were younger, there was a song that's like, I'm an emo kid, non-conforming as can be. You'd be non-conforming too if you look just like me. But the, the, how I discovered this band is on YouTube in my just algorithm. is like, oh, here's a lyric video for their new single. <laughs> and it's, I, like, it, it, it's, it's a combination of, maybe I'm discon like, all right, so say, so the pop punk we listen to at this point is like 20 years old, right? Yeah. So, like, like what's what's the name of that metal band that's like a fake metal? Like, they, they're like almost a parody of metal bands, but they actually make metal music? Spinal Tap. No, 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 no. Fuck, what is their name? From a couple years ago. Death Clock. It's kind of like Death Clock. Death Clock is a is a parody of metal bands. Yeah. But they make actual metal music. I don't know what band you're talking about. Fuck, what is the name? Uh, hold on, let me see. Right, let's get, get back to the movie and I'll, I'll... Um, I have another note just like talking about like what the fuck is going on in this movie. Um, I, just re- I just realized, I was like, oh man, we're going to be here forever. We're only like like 15 minutes into the movie and I was like, "Oh, well that means we have less than an hour left of the movie." Yeah, we we're we're this we've already been recording longer than the movie is. And we're only at 44 minutes. Um uh this is literally like here's the plan. We're going to go back in time. We're going to kidnap some dinosaurs and then we're going to airdrop them onto New York. Like Steel what? Panther by the way is the name of the band. Oh, Steel Panther, yeah. Yeah, they're like they're actually making metal music, but like kind of tongue in cheek because they grew up with the stereotypes about the music that they're making. Yeah, there's this I video. Do- it's funny. Uh, one of the, the the one guitar player is complaining that he's like saying like while they're performing that like someone stole his whammy bar. He's like, "Have you seen anybody doing dive bombs in the fucking parking lot?" Which is something you do with a whammy bar on a guitar for for Zach, who doesn't know what the fuck I'm talking about. So have you seen anyone doing dive bombs in the parking lot? You fucking let me know. But they're they are very tongue in cheek, and all but their like, songs are about fucking. Yeah, but they're still making metal music. They're just they've grown up with the stereotypes of the music that they're making. They're like, making I a very specific type of music. They're making a very specific type of metal. They're I wonder if that's metal. what 
I wonder if that's what this August is falling thing is. They're like an emo steel panther. Kind emo of maybe. steel panther is the name of my new band. No, that's that's kind of already banned. It's called August is falling. Yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna have to do more research because I don't know what's going on, and it's yeah. really it's literally driving me insane. Yeah. Um, I like how if we can get back to the movie, I like how they're like, how do we show that Louis is a boy in the 1990s? I mean, can we give him a skateboard and a football? Absolutely. And a baseball cap. And a baseball cap. Um, uh, oh, thank I, had problem, I had a problem with the fact that Dr. New Eyes has intricately planned this whole thing. He's like, all right, I'm going to go back in time, find some dinosaurs, give them my brain cereal, give them the power of consent, show them my wish radio, give them the idea that maybe there's kids in the mid-future that want to see them, bring them all the way back to the ni- year 1993, and then just kind of dump them by a bridge. Uh-huh. And just kick them out the back of my fucking plane. Um, my dirigible, if you will. Um, uh, thank God driving construction equipment is, is a super fucking easy because Louis just masters it right away. Mm-hmm. Um, so Louis has a line that just says, "What? Have, what about your parents? Did they beat you?" <laughs> uh, we're introduced oh, yeah. to Cecilia Nuthatch, which sounds like a made-up name. Well, they're all made-up names, um, Cecilia Cecilia Nuthatch may also be the name of my <laughs> punk band. I just realized I have a <laughs> I have a note here that just as I said that I'm I'm like tapping down on the on the keyboard to go down my notes and the note i landed on like i paused that was the names in this are very cartoon yeah um why did so, she go to family night in that picture all by herself yeah it's just asking they'd be bummed out and becky asked <laughs> becky asked who took the picture yeah. <laughs> wait there's another there, i just want to make sure i mentioned it there is a note in here i have that becky made sure i, I attributed her oh her butt was itchy Becky's butt was itchy. Yeah, she said. Uh, she said right down that my butt is itchy. Oh, okay. Um, do you want to know the biggest problem I have with this movie? And it's very strange that this is my biggest problem. That they want the kids to fuck? No, it's because <laughs> they do. It's Thanksgiving Day, right? In New York City, mm-hmm. it should be freezing, mm-hmm. but everybody is in various stages of like. Some people are wearing winter coats. Some people are just wearing a light jacket. Some people are wearing short sleeves. It's all over the place. Do you want to know what I did to do research for this podcast? Did you wear different coats to see what it was like outside? I googled what the temperature was in New York City in 1993 on Thanksgiving Day. Mm-hmm. And it was in the 30s and you're doing a like, chance of snow. You're doing like uh, song length. Yeah, I'm doing Zach Circa Nightmare Before Christmas podcast levels of research, but it was like 30 degrees outside and it was there was a chance of snow, so it was fucking cold. Um, I you know, I literally that thought never crossed my mind. There's like of all the like at this point, I'm thinking about how they're trying, like the kids are like they want the kids to fuck, which is weird. Oh, wait, can I tell you my next note literally says, uh Rex has been smart for like two days and can already see that homeboy wants to nut hatch Cecilia. Mm, I see what right? you did there. I see, see what I did, did there. there. Uh, you want to know what Ben's favorite part of the movie was? What was it? The Spider-Man balloon. Oh yeah. 
Can we talk about how this movie absolutely rips off Ferris Bueller? Uh, in what way? Oh, because they do a song in a parade. In the fact that there's just a large musical number in the middle of a parade. Hmm. Um. Oh, oh, which which brings me to um my next point, which I will make in exactly three seconds. I'm about to take my headphones off. Take a deep breath, Adam. Ready? Take a deep breath. And I'm back. All right, so my next point is, all right, so imagine, I want you to put yourself in, in the scenario. You're at a parade. Let's call okay. it a Thanksgiving Day parade. Okay, let's let, let me let me put myself in let me put myself in into the scene. It's Thanksgiving in New York City. Sleeves. It's cold as fuck because it's New York City in November. You're in short sleeves and snow pants. I'm in short sleeve shorts. I'm in a short sleeve shirt and you know, a fleece pants and a snow hat. But continue. Um, dinosaurs show up. Okay. Now there's two two different scenarios here. I want you to, to give me your reaction in each scenario. Uh, wild, crazed, vicious dinosaurs. Di- dinosaurs. 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 They show up. All of a sudden, you realize there's wild animals. Vicious wild animals. It's great. What is your chief emotion there? Uh, terror and right. uh, uh, just general uh, hu- uh, just massive erection is. <laughs> It's a fear boner, Zach. Don't judge me. Well, I, I understand. At this point, at this point, one of those dinosaurs is not John Goodman. Oh, the, if if one of the dinosaurs isn't John Goodman, then, then there's no erection. Good. Okay. Now, <laughs> do you still feel that same terror if these dinosaurs just did a musical number? No, dude. If anything, Bruce, if if I'm ever look like, say I'm kidnapped. No one wants to kidnap a 31-year-old bearded man. It's not cool. Katie does, but she's not right in the head. Um, so say, like, I'm a child, and I'm kidnapped, and I'm being held, like, I'm chained to a wall in a, in a, in a musty basement. Right. But then the, the kidnapper comes down, and he's just like, hello, my honey, hello, my darling. I'm like, hello, oh, my kidnapped okay. kid. I'm okay with what's happening right now. <laughs> If um, I was kidnapped by the WB frog, I'd be fine with it. Um, yeah, I, I feel like there would be like abject terror is not the correct emotion when the things that you're supposed to be afraid of um, can keep it, a fucking rhythm, dude. It'd be like, if, for instance, this is a very low skill. Imagine getting someone, kidnapped by Taylor Swift. If someone had a gun and they shot the gun. So, so someone just takes out a gun, immediately shoots it, and a flag comes out and says "Bam," right? You'd be like, "Is this 1989's Batman? Is there a uh, purple chef hat Joker?" But then you, then you go, "Oh my god, a gun!" Like, no, you just saw that the gun is is not the the thing in the scenario. Like, yeah. this isn't the same situation. That was a very strange analogy. Yeah, it was. Uh, you know what? I gotta. Uh, we're we're ramping back up into. To, I think you've been drinking. I think you've been drinking. I think so. But uh, ramping back up into fighting shape. It's been a. It's been a, a long August. Wait, wait. Katie is saying that her oldest son loved dinosaurs mm-hmm. until he saw dinosaurs at the zoo. What dinosaurs at the zoo? They have a dinosaur. 
Expo. That was like real life signs. Oh, like animatronics. That, like moved and. Oh, okay. So. Once, once Katie's oldest son figured out that not all dinosaurs sing and dance when there's when they're like real life size and they don't and all they do is fucking growl, they're terrifying. But when they sing and dance, they're fun. Yeah, I just feel like if like they were all on board when they were singing and dancing, and until they realized they were real, and it's like, well, they just sang and danced. They're not. They're not going to eat you. Yeah. Um. Do you want to know my favorite line in this whole movie? Yeah, I do. Uh, at one point, policemen scream, you're under arrest <laughs> to a bunch of dinosaurs. <laughs> uh, is, this, is this probably around the time when I wrote down hashtag dino lives matter? Dino lives do matter. Um, at one point, someone says, we're, presu- we're pursuing Mesozoic sus- suspects. Which is a very difficult sentence to say, mm-hmm. especially if you've been drinking. Yeah. Pursuing Mesozoic suspects. Um, dinosaurs. Re- dinosaurs. <laughs> dinosaurs. You know, you sound like you sound like Mr. DNA from Jurassic Park. Like dinosaurs. Um, how does surfing the bed of a pickup truck work? Does the truck need to be in drive or neutral? Neutral. Mm. Neutral, and it has to be a Toyota. <laughs> that's not how you smoking a building oh demol- I, I don't know why it said smoking but they bl- remember when they blow up the building and it like explodes no like they're demolishing a building at some point and it just explodes I was like that's not how you do that uh, I, I like the part where Rex has like amazing vision even though his eyes are very close together mm-hmm. and you can see that his friends are being surrounded by police from like 50 miles away I think that's when I wrote down those minor. Um, let's can we talk about the circus? Yeah, Louis threatens to fight three grown adults. I have that. He was to fight three adults. Um, how creepy does a circus need to me to be that it makes the surrounding park creepy? Yeah. What's the first one called? What? The first movie. What? Just we're back. We're back. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just they're back because they're dinosaurs. Oh, we're not anymore. Katie's like, what's the first one called? I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, she thought this was a sequel? Yeah. <laughs> it just it's called We're Here. Yeah, it's called We're Here. We're there. Um this so can I tell you a fun story? This was my first this movie was my first exposure to prosthetic eyes. And I didn't think that a prosthetic eye was a real thing. I thought it was just something made up for movies and television mm-hmm. to make bad guys seem scarier <laughs> until i met somebody who had a glass eye no a girl that i used to date in high school her uncle had a glass eye and i was like oh shit so like i felt bad because i was staring at it because like i just found out that they were real you couldn't tell, you couldn't tell. um <laughs> but I yeah I I had no idea up until like I, I just got that <laughs> for a very long time I thought that like a like a glass eye or a fake eye was something that was made up for movies and television and then I found out in high school that it was fucking real. Why I think because glass looks more natural. Wait, like like what if somebody had a wood eye? It wouldn't look normal. Well, I think it, it's it's also about. Like cleanliness and 
Yeah, I think the glass is easier. I, I like your your body's yeah, less with likely the, to react. With the glass, you just spray Windex. Yeah, you just play. You just spray Windex on it. it all, it's no, it's weird. It's not even. It's not even. A, I, would, I would like take that out so you touch it. I think in most. I think in most situations, it's not even a full like a like a like a full sphere. So you can't take it out. No, you can, but I think it's like literally just like imagine like so. I'm. I have my hand cupped. Like I'm like I'm going to like like I'm gonna hold like some sort of liquid. Exactly. Like please sir, can I have some more? But turned on its side. I think the majority of them are like that. Like here's the pupil and the thing that looks like an eye, but on the back it's just like a fucking glass contact. Yeah, imagine a glass contact lens. That's what I think they that's what I think they are. So it's not like lizard from sing. It's not, no. I do love the lizard from Sing though. When she in in sing two when she's fucking listening to smoke it down, yeah. stop it. You you just want to do a podcast with Katie? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't get jealous. Zach gets jealous. This is like the this is like the high fidelity podcast all over again. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, Jack Black was not in this movie. Oh, can we talk about how uh, Doctor Sc- Professor Screwy mm-hmm. uh, gets gets these two young children to sign a blood contract? Never, and I mean never, sign anything in blood. I really hope the next job, like currently, I'm very happy in my in my position at my job, but I hope like when I leave that job, if I ever leave that job, I like have to go to a job where I sign a contract in blood. Don't never. I said where they're never. just like, hey, we're gonna offer you this job, and they just pull out a sewing needle. Um, it was at this point in the movie that I realized I was confused as the plot because I was like, why are these kids like getting into business with this guy they know is evil? They don't know the guy's evil. The dinosaurs know yeah, the, the dinosaurs evil. know. Um, I wish signing... Actually, Zach, that you mentioned, I wish signing contracts in blood was a more popular thing. Adam, never um, do it. Do I have to repeat myself? You know what I would sign in blood, though? And I know I said never. Um, the lease... On a food stand called Naughty Boys Delights. Is that in this movie? Yeah, it's like prominently featured. Naughty Boys Delights. It's like a food stand at the circus that they're like standing in front of for several minutes. Um, yeah, is it? That was a that was a porn me and Katie watched once. Um. Oh, you know what I noticed that runs in the family? You know what runs in this? What what runs in what family? In this eyes family. Oh what? They like having curtains around their radios, like oh, the yeah, same yeah. curtains. Yeah. So we have a dream radio and freight radio. Mm-hmm. When do you think one of these motherfuckers is gonna wise up and invent the Zune? <clears throat> the Zune? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. a, uh, well, it's it's a dream iPod yeah. and, a, and a fear Zune. Yeah. Um, how about it's 1993? How about it, like a fear television? Yeah. Um, I I don't like that Professor Screw Eye can hypnotize people with a screw eye. <laughs> uh, brain drain makes you monkeys. Um, that's the sentence that I wrote down today. <laughs> Wait, Adam. Ready? There's going to be another ellipses. Brain drain, dumb plums. Mm, I got nothing. It's what they take in the the movie, Adam. Silly pillies. Ecstasy. 
Um, Zach, real quick, can I give you a little inside baseball about how I watched this movie? No. I was anyway. watching this movie last night, texting okay. Katie, and then I fell asleep. And then I woke up this morning at 4 o'clock in the morning, and I had to wake up at 4.45 to get a shower for work. And I got about half an hour into this movie, woke up at 10 after 4, and then went, oh, maybe I can finish it before 4.45. And I did. It's a very short movie. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, so I woke up this morning, Katie. Um, imagine Watch going yourself guns. lonely and waking up not. What the fuck does that sentence mean? What is it? <laughs> I I wrote the sentence. Imagine going to sleep lonely and waking up not. I think you mistyped monkey. Oh, I did because it says a uh, lonely, so it probably no. That doesn't make sense. I don't know what it means, but it says. Yeah, no, I just told you to what it means. Sleep. Imagine going to sleep as a monkey. Maybe. And waking up not a monkey. Maybe because he turns them into monkeys and then they go to sleep. Last time a clown broke. Last time a clown brought it, it, me it's, it's nonsense, Katie. It's it all is. nonsense. It is nonsense. I, have, I, I have a note that says, last time a clown brought me pancakes in the morning, I had to get tested for an STD. Oh, my God. Can you stop bringing it up? Enough. <laughs> here's, here's another thing. really good with that nose. <laughs> here's another um, instance, bringing up the clown, of a, an actor who nowadays would just do their voice doing a voice mm-hmm. martin short doesn't sound like martin short until later in the movie yeah, there's flashes true. of martin short there's a couple flashes of like you get a couple flashes of normal john goodman voice you get a couple flashes of martin short voice later like like towards the very end and at one point when uh what's her name cecilia mm-hmm. cecile or something you, you, at, when she's saying inexplicably um let no bad happen Oh, please don't let bad happen. Um, God didn't make no jokes. There's, there's a, like you catch little flashes of Lisa Simpson. Yeah. She's played uh, by the same person. I know you're, this. You're this yes. Um, is the eccentric circus giving you vibes that it's a weird performance art thing? Like, I have you... questions about, like, it, it, it's made out to be evil. But, like, nowadays it would be, like, there's things like this. Yeah. Like, now there's nowadays there's things where you can go and you can watch somebody be suspended from the ceiling by hooks in their back. <laughs> Katie's cousin does it, apparently. I, you, yeah, you can go see it in real life. You don't have to watch the cell anymore to get. Yeah. Hands down. No, dude, you just mentioned the cell and Katie's heart skipped a beat. You know, you know, we covered that movie, right? It's not a good movie, but we but we covered it. It's probably the most out there movie. I'm just let you know, there's no such thing as a good movie starring Jennifer Lopez. Uh, that one was good. I liked your ponytail. I don't know why it reminds me of Mortal Kombat. I was into it. You're like finisher. Yes. This the cell is now closely either followed or challenged for its its title as the most random movie we've ever covered challenged by this movie yeah um this movie also has vincent d'onofrio i don't know mm. i feel like every guy every movie you guys cover is really fucking random um I'm vincent d'onofrio plays a uh, dweeb random 
What did you say, Zach? Vincent D'Onofrio plays Dweeb, the goofiest yeah. fuck-looking dinosaur. Did, did you ever notice when they make a movie about dinosaurs and there's a bunch of dinosaurs, one of them has to look goofy as fuck? Yeah, one of them's always dumb. <clears throat> I feel like uh, it's, a lot of times it's that type of dinosaur, too. I think everyone just agreed that that type of dinosaur just looks dumb as hell. Yeah. Uh, Zach, if you were a dinosaur, what kind of dinosaur would you be? Stegosaurus. Stegosaurus. Because Zach's got plates, motherfucker. Mm. I got plates on plates. Plates on plates on plates. They have the, the spiked tail, too, don't they? Yeah, they have spikes on their tail. Yeah. I'm down for that. Um, you want to be Blue the Raptor from Jurassic World? Yeah. Just... It, it's a like Jake. You just want to be close to Chris Pratt. You just want Chris Pratt to be like, shh, shh, shh. whoa, uh, not, not, not on affairs. Um, it's very obvious to me that uh, Professor Skurai has magical powers because he climbs out of a top hat. Oh, he pulls his own damn ass out of a hat. Yeah, yeah, that's magic, man. Um, I like how the peanut vendor at the circus is selling smelling salts. That's a nice little touch. Um. I don't think Rex could pick up things. Oh, yeah. The whole time that fucking that Rex is like feral, he is like picking things up with his hands and eating them. T-Rex's arms were tiny as fuck to the point where scientists are like, why the fuck did they have them? They think they were for fucking. Mm. <laughs> you That's stick a, a hand in? Thing. Huh? You stick a hand in? Yeah, just put fucking... Oh, T-Rexes do a lot of digit do a lot of digit work. I don't know like I don't know how dinosaurs fuck because there's tails involved. I don't know how things with tails fuck. Seems complicated. Yeah, because they don't they don't seem like like tails that could go up. Yeah, it's just I don't know how, but like they they said that like apparently um uh, according to uh, Storybots uh. The reason why stegosauruses had their plates was to like they the plates served no purpose aside from attracting mates. Exactly. Like the stegosaurus is like, yo, you see this fucking plate on my back? Imagine if it was a dick. I liked a character you could you could start doing where you explain the the specific what makes like every dinosaur? You take every dinosaur and just explain what makes it like what 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 feature they have that makes them different than other dinosaurs. But the, yeah, it's all for fucking. <laughs> well, they honestly they say that the reason why uh, triceratops have like the big frill behind their horn behind their horns is for fucking. They're like it's like peacock. It's like a peacock basically. It's just like look at this big fucking thing. Look at this big fucking thing. Exactly. Um, Zach, did you know that crying children can tame the savage beast? No, it, it's reasoning that that that. They Actually, just... Zach, what really soothes the savage beast is the power of love and friendship. If if they should just replace schools with crying, pleading children. Paris, wait. Katie just showed me a picture that looks like a demented fucking eagle. Who's just done with everybody's bullshit, and it's called a parasol, parasaurolophus, parasaurolophus. Mm-hmm. Ben probably knows. Ben, ben knows his dinosaurs. Does Ben know his dinosaurs? 
Does Ben know dinosaurs? Yeah. Not personally. Not personally. Not on a first name basis. Um, the costume Stubbs is wearing looks like a crocodile and a lion had a baby, which I called a crocolion. <laughs> <laughs> really broke the also, bank Also, keep that in one. mind, when I wrote that note, it was like 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> um... <laughs> oh, I have a note. I just have another note about how badly uh, Chichelia wants to fuck Louie. Yeah, I just, like it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, Very comfortable. The way you make it. Oh, the, and then fucking the, 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 the fucking pterodactyl wants to fuck the T-Rex because she straight up says to him, the way you look at me makes me want to lay an egg. Mm-hmm. Which is how they give have babies. She um, wants to fuck that T Rex. Do you want to know my favorite joke in the entire movie? What's that? It's when um. Wait, I really hope it's the note that I just read that I have. Continue. It's when um, uh, what's the 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 stubs uh, stubs is do going through his bit and he unveils a shell with a mermaid and her normal brother Richard. Oh no. My favorite bit is in that same bit, and he's like, he's like, here's my backstage passes, here's my rabbit, my rabbit's backstage passes. I did enjoy that as well. Um. Uh. Oh, I like. He, he also says he has a lucky whale tooth, which is about the size of him. Um. Do crows absorb that guy when they <laughs> like? What happens? I'm guessing. He seems afraid of them, so I'm guessing that's exactly that's originally what happened to his eye. The crows so ate something it. Something crow related, but this time they they came for the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't. My final note for the movie says you reveal the miracle of yourselves to the young, and then I wrote, "I did that once, and now I can't go near a Chuck E. Cheese." Because Doctor Bleeb says that she's like, "Oh." We'll put you guys in the museum, and then we'll kick the parents out and be like, nah, it's cool. We'll watch the kids. And then you guys will be like, we're really dinosaurs. What the fuck is up? Well, I have a note about – I think – I can't remember. I think someone says to the dinosaurs that they've been on a lot of adventures. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this movie's an hour – like an hour and 12 minutes long. They've been on like two adventures max. Yeah, two adventures tops. Um, and then the whole – I like to think that literally all they do at the museum – is just have children introduce themselves to the dinosaurs. Yeah. That's, that's right. all we see. Like the dinosaurs is like, oh hey, we're dinosaurs. And the kids like, oh my name is Brian. Yeah. <laughs> like, kids love cool. dinosaurs like that. Um that's all I got. What a that's strange a, that's movie. A, yeah, it's a very strange movie. I don't know that we ever would have covered this if it didn't fit in thematically with us being back from a, a an extended break. No. Um for the uh, this movie has a very distinct uh, song in it, uh, "Roll Back the Clock," as I mentioned earlier, performed by Little Richard. Um, so for the top five tonight, I uh, I posed to Zach top five songs uh, f- from movies and television from when we were kids, uh, more that you remember from when you were kids. And now these songs do not have to be specifically written. For the TV show or movie, I said to Zach, I will accept the mo- the song All-Star by Smash Mouth as featured in the movie Shrek. But then I will also accept A Whole New World from Aladdin. So, uh, Zach, what are your top five, top 
five, excuse me, songs from movies and television from when we were kids. Hey Adam, what are your top five dinosaurs? Dino- <laughs> what are your top five dinosaurs? Um, I'll answer that question by saying, by saying, give me five seconds to grab a beer. Okay, oh, can I have a beer? Katie's closer to the refrigerator than me, so I feel bad, but she's... No, it's because I'm a woman and I'm in the kitchen. Right? And I'm back, everybody. Can you... a sandwich, too? Oh, fuck, dude. If you could... No, I can't. <laughs> I, have, I have two cheats on my list here. Okay. Um, my first cheat is, uh, number one, any song from Goofy Movie. Oh, dude. So, wait. I texted Katie earlier, and I told her, I'm like, look, you're going to be around when I'm recording, so you need a top five, too. And she said, "Stand out on Go- from Goofy Movie." And I thought, "Fuck!" I didn't even think of Goofy mm-hmm. Movie. It is such a fucking good one. But Love you said that, that's Oh, but I said that, I said to Katie, "At one hundred percent, Stand Out is going to be on Zach's list." I couldn't decide between Stand Out, Eye to Eye. That's why I date Katie because I'm actually in love with Zach, and I'm just I think it's true. I'm trying to find a socially acceptable way for me to you date Zach. And I found Katie. Um... Uh, I have two television ones. Go ahead. Uh, Muppet Babies theme song. Oh, fuck. Muppet Babies. You know what Muppet Babies is? I know what it is, but I didn't watch it. What? Why not? Continue, Zach. Uh, I'm going to break up with my girlfriend. Uh, I've got hanging on a trash can. Oh, dude. Katie had I'm not Katie, doing it. Um, Katie's top five. She had killer tofu. No, hanging on trash cans. The 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 toe jam though, isn't it? No, I thought we established killer tofu was. Oh, Zach, man. be the be the judge. Oh, killer tofu says Huh? Uh, something about toe jam? Yeah. No, it's not banging on a trash can. Yeah, it's killer tofu. Killer tofu. You were right. Killer Ooh-wee. tofu. Killer tofu. Yeah, kill, Katie Fuck. had. Katie had Killer Tofu, which was another really fucking good one, which I was upset I forgot about. Continue, Zach. I have uh, Be Prepared from The Lion King. Mm. That's a good one. It's a fucking banger. And then my last one is a piece because it's not from an animated thing, and I forgot that was the actual rules when I wrote this down. No, no, that's not the rules. It's just from a movie or television. No, that's not what you texted me. You said animated, dude. No, I didn't say animated. You did. I'm going to... I didn't. I did not spell the word animated today. Okay, I'm going to look it up. If I said animated, I apologize because one of mine is then, not from an animated movie. Because then the um, the example you gave me about it being not from like an original was an animated movie. As yeah, well. so I, it just. I apologize because one on, of mine I'm is looking, not animated. I don't think I said animated, but continue. What's your last one? Uh, the theme song from Roseanne. Nice. Oh, that's awesome. Hashtag John Goodman. There is a um, um, uh, oh, you didn't say animated. Yeah, fuck you. Uh, and if we're doing TV shows like that, then I want to add Love in there. Mm-hmm. I saw a TikTok the other day. It was, like, uh, it was like a point of view. You talk to the guy at the party that's way into blues, mm-hmm. and it's this guy, and he goes. Uh, yeah, I like a lot of stuff, but have you heard the theme song from Roseanne? <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, yeah, it's my time. But yeah, when we were talking about John Goodman, I was like, because when we were talking about John Goodman, me and Becky were talking about the other day, uh, when we were walking to a cemetery. Oh. Say it again, Zach. 
uh, me and Becky were walking to a cemetery with our children. So. And um, we're talking about John Goodman movies. And I was thinking about the Roseanne theme. So the entire time we're walking through, so I'm walking past gravestones, like 100-year gravestones just in the, my head. But like not just, not just the original theme song, the blues instrumental, the late season version with the lyrics – Whatever happened to the Oh fuck, that's the wrong list too. Um, um Do you remember the lyrics to the Roseanne theme song? No, I don't remember there being lyrics. I don't remember the song. It, well alright, hold on. I mean Was it just like Roseanne? <laughs> you don't have to put on the red light. <laughs> Uh, yes. Um, okay, me and Katie just both went for like our best thing impression. Oh, here's okay. So I think this might be the one without words. Hold on. This is a commercial. This isn't the Roseanne theme song. Oh, yeah. This bluesy as fuck. Okay. So there's this one. This is for the wait, first wait, Zach. Before you play the one with the lyrics, there's the one with the lyrics just like fail show. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if you remember the Roseanne theme song in the later seasons, it did the fun thing where the characters it would go around the table and the characters would progress, like they would show. Oh, I dude, I don't like that. If you watch, if you watch Two and a Half Men, I don't like it. Like on like when on like two and a half because the song got way more and more religious. No, two well yes, but two and a half men has become syndicated. So when you watch the reruns, like it starts off as the kid as the kid, but then they quickly age him. It's like animorphs. He goes from half into about three quarters. Yeah, I don't like it one bit. So here's let's this should be the the one with the themes the lyrics. Um, so yeah, that's my top five. What do you got? I don't remember, I don't remember the, yeah, I don't remember there being lyrics at all, but that, I remember that bluesy fucking harmonica though. This is, we're talking like they just won the lottery era, Roseanne. I don't remember that at all. I don't listen to hip hop. Uh, there's like a lot of I agree with that. Um, Zach, seeing as how I hosted, am I allowed to also say my top five? I just said what's your top five, but you're too oh, busy I... talking to your fucking girlfriend. To... I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, on top of my list, uh, which no, actually might the... be, oh, I just play the Roseanne theme song again. I'm sorry. Yeah. It might be number one on my list is uh, Odalali. From Disney's animated Robin Hood, it's the uh, Robin Hood and Little John's walking through the vault. Really, that song? I fucking dude, I love that song. This so is me. Much. This is me finding out after being your brother for thirty-two years almost that you have any emotional attachment to Robin Hood. Disney's oh, dude, Robin. I fucking love Disney's Robin Hood. I was so upset when I played it for my kids, and they were like, "I don't give a shit." 
I'm but dude, fucking mine. that song, I will fucking ru- I have that. I I was so happy because one time I was scrolling through Instagram, and I followed the lead singer of Taking Back Sunday, and he was playing that song acoustic. Robin Hood and Little John's walking through the forest, reminiscing this and that. Fucking love it. Um, tequila from Shock. Big Adventure. Okay. I think you could agree with me on that one. Uh, the only TV show that I have on the list, uh, the Recycle Song from Rocco's Modern Life. Nice. The only reason I know how to spell the word recycle is because of that song. Mm-hmm. The theme song from Robert's Modern Life, the B-52s. Oh, Zach, can you, can you confirm this? I don't know. There wasn't lyrics to it. Yeah, Rocco's Modern Oh, right. Rocco's Modern Life. I don't think so. No, because if it was the B-52s, it would be like, Rocco's Modern Life. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a modern life, and that, his name is Rocco. That's my best B-52s impression. <laughs> Um, I also have uh, I'm a Dude from Good Burger. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm still just thinking. I, I now want to write a B-52s version of You should do it. My you, favorite, do it? one of my favorite Family Guy bits is when the new the, the newscaster is like, he's like, it's like doing like the late news. He's like, all right, it's just so I know, just because no one's listening out there. He's like, I'm going to uh, work on my B-52 impressions. Like, Try to get some sleep out there. Um, you you can't. You have to be that loud when you be with the people. Well, you're not. Rock By the way, I do want to point out. Uh, doing further research, the theme from Rocco's Modern Life was in fact done by the B52s. Was it really? Okay. Yeah, that's rad. Yo, look at me. Look at me. Fucking solid. Um, and the, look at me. I'm the captain. <laughs> I'm the captain. I'm the podcaster now. <laughs> I'm the podcaster now. <laughs> Um, the last thing I have on my list is uh, Why Don't You Do Right, which is the song Jessica Rabbit performs at the Ink and Paint Club in Ro- Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I've never been a Roger Rabbit guy. I don't think I've I know you aren't, and group. I knew you were going to say that when I listened. Jessica Rabbit guy, because she's not really bad. She's, she's, just not, she's not bad, way. Zach. She's just drawn that way. <laughs> she just plays patty cake with the best. Of I them. thought that was Danny DeVito for a long time. Danny DeVito is Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> What does he say in, 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 in It's Always Sunny? He's like, oh, I dropped my massive condom for my magnum donk. <laughs> I love, I, I want to try Dane DeVito's Limoncello. Limoncello? Yeah, he's, a, he's like a, like, it's, he picked the weirdest, like, alcoholic beverage to have. Maybe he just lived in Gotham, so did, did he make that? Like, he, yeah. he had his weird flipper hands. Uh, Friend yeah. of the podcast, they're Batman not, Returns. Um, hey Zach. Mm. Besides this forty-five uh, second long movie that we watched, um, what other things have you watched this week? Um, well, let me preface this by saying, real quick, just to throw, uh, I watched House. I've been watching House of Dragon. Uh, big fan. Uh, Better <laughs> Call Saul ended. I don't oh, know, I, I do. Just, I, I do remember that. I said big fan of House of the Dragon. I'm not sure I'm a big fan yet. I don't know why. I just like. Like kind of sucked up to House of the Dragon. Like, you just like something cool, like a cigarette, and a, being a big fan of House of the Dragon. <laughs> it's fine so far. Um, it's fine. Yeah. TBD. Um, uh, Better Call Saul ended pretty good. Um, aside just from pretty that, good. I, it was. It was fine. 
It wasn't like it ended how much motherfuckers talk about Better Call Saul being better than uh, fucking. This is what I've always said. I might even have said this on the podcast. Breaking Bad. I couldn't think of it. The best. The best. Breaking Bad was more consistently high. The Mm -hmm. highs. There were more consistent highs on Breaking Bad in terms of excitement and cliffhangers and crazy things happening. But I would say the highest that Better Call Saul got was higher than I ever felt watching anything on Breaking Bad. But how long does it take to get there? Uh, it's not. It's not that it's like low. Because it bored me. Like I couldn't watch it. No, it wasn't boring. It's not like it was very boring and then got really exciting at one point. But the, I just like when team. he explains the origin of his name. He's like, "What's your name?" He's like, "Saul." Saul, good man. Um, no, like, there's one specific part of Better Call Saul that it, it's a great show, especially if you like. The parts of Breaking Bad where you follow, like Walt has a plan, and then you like kind of have an idea what the plan might be, but they don't spell it out, and then you see it play out in front of you. Yeah. If that's a thing you liked in, in Breaking Bad, you're gonna love Better Call Saul because a lot of it. Um, is... The only thing I loved in Breaking Bad was Badger. Yeah. 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 That's it. But Zach, um, what else have you been watching? We House of Dragons, we got Better Call Saul. What uh I have started something, Adam. I, you always are starting something. I am always starting something, and I am now starting something that is going to be the the started something. Um for all of things that I've started, I think. I've the done starting things, things to end all things. I've done things like watch all the Oscar movies or try to watch all the Oscar movies. You've done, done things, things like heroin. Um, guys, um, yeah. heroin guys, yeah, at the same time, same time, Neil and Dick in me at the same time, like, Dude, yeah, that's the they best. At the same time, there is no high better than the needle simultaneously and penetrated by a penis and a hypodermic needle. Um, exactly, it's like uh, the highest. What's the name of the actress who plays Jesse's girlfriend on Breaking Bad? Kristen Ritter. Kristen Ritter, that's it. The B in Apartment 23. There's a B that's not like people are allergic, yeah. Um, do you see the do you see that? Yeah, that, like, uh, my that name fine? is like Michael with a B. <laughs> my name is Michael with Wait, a B. My name, my name is Michael with a B, and I'm afraid of bugs. He's like, whoa, 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 wait, where's the B? He's like, there's a B. Um, I love it. Continue, Zach. I'm sorry. So I watched all the Oscar movies. I, uh, uh, I think at one point I was watching all the Marvel movies while we were doing this podcast. Yeah, uh, I listened to. If I'm not mistaken, you watched the Marvel movies in chronological, in chronological order, order within the universe. The um, I listened to the 100 greatest albums ever made, as as voted on by Rolling Stone magazine. But now, accidentally, in our time off, how many days does August have in it, Adam? Uh, 30 days has September, April, June, and November. All the rest have 31, except for February, because fuck it. So 31. 31. So it got to be the end of February, I think. I mean, February. August. Don't fucking judge me like you don't know that poem. Katie's going to fucking judge me, dude. Continue. 
uh, got to be about August 28th, 29th, and I realized I was on pace to watch a new movie on average for every day of the month. I was on pace to watch 31 movies that month. And I thought, why not keep it going? So between August 1st of 2022 and August 1st of 2023, my goal is to watch two, 365 new movies. Is there a, like a, a thing you have lined up you want to watch or like mm-hmm. or there yeah. you have to watch? Or? Yeah, he's, Here's got, what I did. he's got a list. Tell Here's us what I did. So on Letterboxd, I had already created a list for every... Jack, can I pause you for a second? You can pause me anytime you need to. I mean, letter, yeah, no, no, Letterboxd is an app that Zach uses where you can track the movies that you've watched. Oh. But you can also break it down into like things. Beer drinking exactly. Okay. But you can also break it down. Uh, if Zach, if I'm not mistaken, you could break it down into like genres. Like, yeah, you could, oh, these you are watch. all of the Quentin Tarantino movies that I've watched, or oh, these are all the Kevin Smith movies that I watched, or these are all the romantic comedies that I've watched. So you can film like pedophile. Mm-hmm. You got you. Yeah. <laughs> not, not that. Not that deep. I'm waiting for the no, date. Kevin Smith. Kevin, my pedophile. Kevin Spacey, yeah, sorry. Kevin Spacey is a pedophile, not Kevin Smith. Get sorry. your, get your pedophile. I mean, Kevin you never Smith. know. He might be. Um, <laughs> one day I'll be able to sort movies by people who are like-minded like myself. Um, uh, but I've already created lists on Letterbox. I, I the, the first list I think I made was for the Oscar movies that were nominated this year, so that I could keep track. But then since then, I made my 90s, my 2010s, 2000s, and 90s Oscar winner lists. And then I made a list of all the movies that were covered on the podcast The Rewatchables. So right there, that's about 100 and something movies that I had not seen. It's, it's much more movies that I had, like total, but in terms of movies I had not seen. So I made that list. And then I made a list of the, uh, I went and go ahead and did the 80s movie Oscar winners. And then I've just started adding movies that, as I think of them. For instance, I, I went on Adam. Adam has a letterbox uh, that he uh, unused. He, he, I don't think you've been on it forever, Adam. Right? No, um, Zach, pause for a second. Katie has a question. What's that? What's the thing with the, the Oscars? I know you're obviously a movie fan, but like, when did that start with the Oscars? What do you mean? What did when? Like, what did, um, like when did you start watching all like every, the best picture stuff? I feel like all your Oh, it's been a couple. Of, it's been a couple years that I've been trying. One, I've I've yet to. Oh, okay. There's there's last year I think last year or the year before, no, it was last year. I successfully watched because there's there's the big eight Oscar categories. So uh, Zach watches picture. Zach watches everything for that's nominated for best picture. Best leading and supporting actor. Oh, I thought it was everything. Best. Well, he usually watches. He usually watches things that are nominated for best picture, best director, best screenplay, best adapted screenplay, best leading and supporting actor, best leading and supporting actress. So last year, Zach watched about ninety-five percent of everything that was nominated for an Oscar, including like. Um, just that was all the foreign films and, and documentaries and yeah. documentary shorts and animated shorts. Well, actually, if there's a category I watched the least of, it was it was animated short. Those just you couldn't find some of them. Um, 
but then with with my my decades list, it's just the big eight awards because that's just what I did. So my my two thousand tens, two thousands, nineties, and eighties lists are just picture winner, picture director, actor, actress, supporting actor, and actress adapted and original screenplays. Um, but then I took Adam's uh, watch list and added movies that I hadn't seen, such as uh, 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 Ready Player One, which I feel like comes up a lot. Oh, it's so good. Uh, and uh, Spirited Away. So I put them on there, and then I made my and then I just added kind of a couple other things like. Oh uh, wait, wait, wait! I, sorry, I walked away for a second to go to the bathroom. You just mentioned Spirited Away. Did you? Are you trying to go through all the studio Ghibli? No, that was on your list of movies that you had watched on Letterboxd. Oh. Do you know you watch Ready Player One? No, that's also on the list too. Oh, okay. Don't go to the bathroom. No, you're gonna I'm miss sorry. it. Do you know yeah, wait, before? You left me here, and I panicked that you were gonna try to like stop, and then I had, to, and then I had to. Um. Uh. <laughs> do you know Spirited Away is made by Studio Ghibli? Do you know what Studio Ghibli? Totoro. Oh, Totoro. Totoro is made by Studio Ghibli. Katie loves Totoro. Well, she no, loves the way I say Totoro. I like Totoro. just like listening to you say But, that. dude, I think, I think you should <laughs> go through all the Studio Ghibli stuff because all the Studio Ghibli stuff is so fucking celebrated. Uh, potentially, because, I mean, right now, so right so far, I've watched, I so let's say, the fourth, so we're 35 days in to this, this exercise. Uh-huh. I've watched 40 movies in the last 35 days. Jesus. And I have on my list another 229 movies. Wait, so you found me on Letterboxd? Yeah, we're friends on Letterboxd. Huh? I don't even know if I still have the app on my phone. Um, But I've been doing it the same way I do... I did the top 100 albums. So I have this numbered list with the movies and I just enter the parameters one, two, whatever, however number of movies I've left into a random number generator, whatever number comes up, that's the movie I watch. Um, so today, I mean, for instance, today I watched Miami Vice, <laughs> which was not good, but just to give a, an idea, I'm not going to list all 40 movies I've watched since, um, since we started, uh, since we took our break, but uh, let me pull up my uh, some of the highlights. Uh, I watched Nope yesterday. Here, real quick, um, just off the top of your head, give me your top three. Like you've watched over forty movies in the past month and change. Mm -hmm. Give me your top three movies that you've watched, new movies that you've watched in the top month. In the past month, I'm sorry. Uh, one of them's a little bit of a cheat because I I feel like I've seen it. Before. Mm -hmm. I just Carolyn feel like, I feel like I just, we've talked about before. Like if I yes, no, uh, but you know, like if I've seen a movie before, but I feel like it was like once and it was long enough ago or late enough at night that I don't, I can't like remember anything about it. I don't count that I've really seen it. Um, mm -hmm. So the most the most recent one I watched that I really loved was uh, True Romance. Mm. 
which I've, I've seen before. I know I have. I just didn't remember any of it. Um, aside from that, uh, Basic Instinct was really fun. Mm-hmm. Because you um, love What's-Your-Face's vagina. I love it. Sharon Stone? Yeah. Yeah, I love Sharon Stone. If I, can mar- if I could divorce Becky and marry specifically Sharon Stone's vagina. Yeah, there's a scene where, like, they're, I've never seen it. they're, they're like, interrogating her and she's wearing a dress. I've seen Casino, though. Same thing, right? Yeah, Sharon, yeah. Yeah, Basic Instinct and Casino are the exact same movie. Got it. Um, I watched a movie that I had never heard of up until I saw it on Letterboxd a while ago and put it on my watch list. Mm-hmm. I didn't know much about it. Called The Hollers, which is directed by John Krasinski. Mm. That just, it just hit me. I don't know if it was a timing thing or if it was like, I don't know what. It's 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 a fine movie. I thought of it more of like a lower rent um what was the name of that Jason Bateman, Tina Fey one where they're sitting Shiva? Is that This Is Where I Leave You or something? Oh, this is where I enjoyed This Is Where I Leave You. Actually. Yeah, me too. This is kind of like a lower rent version of that, but I still oh, it like hit me in right. Like, oh, like a. Not like Jason, who's like a low rent Jason Bateman? Jason Sudeikis. Uh, okay. But uh, it, it hit me in all the right emotional places. Like I kind of was like crying for the last 35 minutes of it. It's called The Holler. So I don't know if I ever said the name. And the most surprising one that I didn't really know what to expect going in and ended up loving was uh, When Harry Met Sally. I've never seen When Harry Met Sally. It's, it's, if you go into it knowing but I can fake or that this is all the cliches that have been in romantic comedies for 30 years, that this is like where they all came from. Yeah. And you give it the weight of that. I think it, we've talked about this really with music, well where like you can listen to certain bands and be like, "Oh yeah, absolutely, that's where this came from." Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Were you break it up a little bit, or did you? Just no. Uh, me, just and Katie, kind of... me and Katie were doing the shot. Oh, of what? What the fuck are you doing, Katie? Steven. Katie has Katie has an un an unnatural love uh, for Fireball. Yeah. Um, don't fucking try to remember. Yeah, that. yeah. Katie <laughs> has terrible taste in liquor and men. Oh my and men. So <laughs> we she drinks Fireball with me. So you she's guys have horrible taste in movies. So no. have you here. seen We're Back at Dinosaur Story? Yeah, it's I fucking classic. Yeah, because next week we're doing the worst movie of all goddamn time, I guess, right? We t- I told you earlier, Pulp Fiction. Oh, no. That's a good one. Hey, can I tell you guys, the viewers at home, a funny story? Katie loves uh, porn parodies of movies. They're funny. So Katie's top three favorite movies are uh, the porn version of yeah, Schindler's List, top three favorite uh, Pulp Friction, and the hills have thighs. I have never mm-hmm. seen Schindler's List fucking porn. I already. hope, I hope to God you they don't. See that I hope to God they don't have a Schindler's List porn. They do. Do they? Schindler's yes. Fifth. What is it? Remember when we were watching like the. Oh wait, no. Me and Katie actually we looked up a list of like the top. They have like the Harry Potter one. Yeah, Harry. I can't remember. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Nuts. And the Sorcerer's <laughs> Dick. Or... Is it bad? Is the Schindler's List one called Schindler's Fist? Yes. Yeah, Schindler's Fist. Okay. I yeah. half made that up, half might have known that. Oh, 
By the way, I half made it up, half may have seen it twice. <laughs> something to brag about that's not really something to brag about. It's kind of sad also. Um, in in doing this little movie exercise, I have now seen every Best Picture winner from 2022 all the way up to 1996. So you finally watched Schindler's List? That's 1993. I never saw one. Uh, um, just, I, no, I, just, just to the ones I was missing from up through then... Movie, which was probably the worst movie movie experience of, of the forty. Did you like the first one? Case, I don't hate them; they're just boring. I fell asleep in the theater watching the first one. The second I've one took me. Any of them, but I called Jennifer Lopez the Lord of the Rings because how many times she's been engaged. <laughs> <laughs> she was engaged yeah. to Ben Affleck, and then she, oh, she's remarried to be Ben to be Affleck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Third time's the charm. Uh, but the other one I was the then after that, uh, Shakespeare in Love was the next one I would have had to see, which I I just watched the other day. Um, What's that? Shakespeare in Love is uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh. Some guy, Ben Affleck, strangely enough. Yeah. Uh, Joseph Fiennes is the... Is that the, the male lead? Yeah. And then they did Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo and Clarity. And, or is it Clarity? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was before that. That yeah. was before uh, Shakespeare in Love yeah. is about, actually... So this is them trying to redo that? Yeah, no, Shakespeare in Love is actually about... William Shakespeare. Shakespeare. No, 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 not the story, but like the, the movie making. They're trying to capture that essence, yeah. yes. Well, it, Shakespeare in Love is actually about him writing Romeo and Juliet, they, being inspired by an affair he's having with Gwyneth Paltrow's character. Yeah. Oh, no way. In both of those movies, Romeo and Juliet, starring Leonardo DiCaprio and Shakespeare in Love, yeah, but the other one, they both had. Luigi. No, they both had Jamie oh, Kennedy. Oh, I thought you were going to say John Leguizamo. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, no, yeah, I so said Luigi. I'll keep uh, everybody updated as uh, as as the year goes on. Um, Adam, should I pick my should I randomize and pick my next movie on there? Yeah, randomize. What, what are you picking next? Well, let's see. Uh, so the parameters are one, the n- random number between one and two hundred and twenty nine. Number 154. So the next movie I will be watching will be scrolling, scrolling in Bruges, the Colin Farrell. Oh, fuck it. I've been meaning to watch that for a long time because a former employee of mine would rave about it. And this will now be my second Colin Farrell movie in a row because I watched the Miami Vice. The, what I have to assume was written by the band Audio Slave movie. He was in Daredevil. Um, he wasn't. He wasn't there. And Phone Booth. And Phone Booth. Yeah, I, I enjoy Phone Booth, actually. It's not a bad movie. Um, so, yeah, Adam, in this, what what uh, what would you like to talk about if you watched? Do you have a whole 45-minute uh, spiel as I did? Yeah, <laughs> I do. More um, no, I don't have much. I have two things. I have, um, I've been watching House of the Dragon, um, which I'm enjoying enough uh, to keep watching it. I'm intrigued enough to keep watching it. Mm. Um, 
I heard tonight's episode is, has a has a time jump. I don't know if it's the time jump. Yeah, say so there. Then the last the yeah there. There's definitely going to be a time jump. A significant oh, by the way, time jump. Doesn't that that crab king guy or whatever his name is kind of like? I know he's wearing a mask, but he reminds me of Gary Oldman's character from Hannibal. Yeah, a little bit. Continue. Um, so yeah, I have House of the Dragons. Um, my plan was to watch this movie last to watch. Uh, we're back last night, and then when I finished it, um, when I finished it, I was going to watch um, the uh, Rings of Power, but I had fallen asleep, so I had to rewatch. I had to finish the last half hour of We're Back this morning before I went to work. So I haven't gotten a chance to watch Rings of Power, which is the two um, two big fantasy uh, series, streaming series that are going on right now. They're kind of going head to head. So I'm very excited to watch, uh, to, to dip my toes into the Rings of Power. But so I watched House of Dragons and me and Katie were scrolling through Netflix the other day. Um, and uh, I was, I, oh, so Katie's, a uh, daughter had woken up and something was on TV and she kept asking for Elsa. And I was like, I'm going to play the most boring shit in the world. So you want to go to bed. And so I went to the documentary section of Netflix and I'm just <laughs> scrolling through and we find one called train wreck, which is about Woodstock 99. Which... Oh, I keep, I keep meaning to, to watch it. I watched the HBO max I, say, I, I mentioned before, I think both of us have mentioned before, um, are what are you watching? The HBO Max, um, I think it's the HBO Max is called Love, Peace, and Rage. Yeah, I never knew that was a thing. Um, I, I, I was scrolling through the, the documentaries and like, I came across this train wreck about thing about Woodstock 99. And I said to Katie, oh, that was a shit show. And she was like, why? And I said, apparently the only people who showed up to Woodstock 99 was Fred Durst. Uh, white guys and girls about to be raped. Um, and she was like, oh, we have to watch this. Like, that sounds crazy. <laughs> um, because she loves Limp Bizkit. Um, <laughs> so me and Katie watched it. It's a, it's a three-part. The Trainwreck is a three-episode uh, docu-series about um, Woodstock 99. I think the episodes are about an hour apiece. Um, it was good. With the train wreck, I feel like if I I can't remember the HBO one very well because it's been a while. Um, but the 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 thing train wreck did well is that they had a lot of firsthand, um, like account accounts of what was going on. They mm-hmm. had um, they had a handful of people who actually like people who had gone to the concert. Um, they spoke to artists who performed at Woodstock 99. They spoke... Jonathan, I kept seeing Jonathan Davis in the trail. Like, yeah, Jonathan I, Davis, the lead singer of Corn. Every time uh, I, I, I like scrolling through my Netflix and I just leave it idle for too long, all of a sudden Jonathan Davis is on my screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so th- they they speak to uh, they speak to Jonathan Davis. They speak to Jewel. They speak to Gavin Rosdale. Um, they speak to Fatboy Slim. 
Um, Everyone but Fred Durst. Everybody but Fred Durst. Um, they speak to, uh, so they speak to a, a decent amount of the artists that perform, and they speak to a handful of people who were there. Um, I feel like they also, I can't remember very well again from the HBO one, but I feel like in the Netflix one, they had some more, had more people who were like behind the scenes, like, like, um, what's the name of the guy who founded Woodstock? Michael Lang. Um, the, in the Netflix documentary, they, they interviewed his assistant through the whole uh, process of Woodstock 99. They, they, and they just interviewed random, like no name, like backstage kind of people, um, which was interesting. Um, but I enjoyed it. Um, I, again, I can't really remember the HBO one so well, so I can't really can say which one was better, um, but which one was worse, but they're both enjoyable. Um, they both, uh, showed very, uh, bleak and, uh, terrible pictures of what was meant to be a, uh, a peaceful, um, event. Uh, like the original, but it just turned into kind of uh, it, it turned into the, the song Break Stuff and uh, Sexual Assault. So, I, yeah, I'm but that's really all I got is, is I got House of the Dragons and I got Trainwreck on Netflix. Of those two things you said it turned into, I'm a fan of one of them. And I'll leave it to the audience yeah. to decide which one it is. Who do, what do you, what do you love? What do we love? Sexual Assault or Limp Bizkit? <laughs> um, it's an either or, that's not a, an that's and. That's the same thing. No, I don't want to uh, to rush you, Adam, because I took you know an hour. No, I know. I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the time as well. Um, I do want to uh, do a little bit of a bit as to to uh, uh, what we're going to cover next week. I, I say I was about to get into the, what we're covering next week. Um, I have a I have a, a little musical cue. Oh, you have a musical cue? Go ahead. Um, well, the, the, the ads are playing, so you can preface oh, it. But... Fuck. Um, so next week, uh, or not next week, this month. Um... Oh, yeah, did you ever mention it was 90s on 9? No, I'm getting there. Don't worry. So um, uh, Zach and I were talking about, when we came back, we were talking about doing coming back with We're Back because we've referenced it before, and it's perfect, you know, because we're, we're back. We're back. Yeah. And, um, we're back. A dinosaur story. A dinosaur story. Um, <laughs> so Zach and I decided for the month of September we would just do '90s movies, movies that came out in the '90s. Um, so not movies next... about people in their '90s. Yeah, exactly. Not not Cocoon. Um, so next week, Zach and I are going to be Cocoon's on my watch list, by the way. Is it? I'm sure it is. It won an Oscar in the '80s, so it's on there. Um, Zach and I are, are dubbing this month uh, '90s at nine or on nine. Well, the the serious FM channel is '90s on nine, I think. Okay, so '90s on nine um, because you know no September is the ninth month. Mm-hmm. Um, what comedian has a bit where he's talking about like the one good thing that came from nine eleven? I think it's Dane Ortage. It's been the one good thing that came from 9-11 is we always remember what month September is in the year. <laughs> um, but, uh, so yeah, so so for the month of September, we're doing 90s on 9. 
Um, we're going to be doing movies that were released in the 1990s. Um, so we're doing We're Back this week. Next week, we will be covering the Quentin Tarantino classic, Pulp Fiction. Oh, fuck, dude. That was so good when you just sit there. Um, that was my, my bit. That was, that was really good. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, so, yeah, so next week we'll be covering Pulp Fiction. Because we're a movie podcast, and I think you're and legally By required. law, if you have a movie podcast, you have to cover Pulp Fiction. I think so. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we're, we'll be covering Pulp Fiction next week, and then the uh, following two weeks in September, uh, we will also be covering movies that were released in the 90s. Can I tell you that I'm excited to be the host for next week? Because I can't wait to... Uh, come up with intros based on the full fiction. It'll be a good one. And the top five. What am I going to do for top five? I don't know, Zach. We'll figure it out. Oh, what? Oh, top five. Top five things that Zed is. Huh? Top five things that Zed is. Oh, uh, Zed's dead, baby. Oh, Zed's dead. That's number one. It's got to be number one. It's number one always. Number one in the on the list and number one in our hearts. Number um, two is definitely fucking that guy with the mask on, right? Yeah, seriously. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Zach, uh, we are running low on time for this recording, so uh, I will start our outro. Uh, Wait, I will say um, the goal going forward is oh, every... Uh, yeah, we're gonna, our goal is to record at some point over the course of the weekend post on Monday. Um, so so we'll this episode, uh, that we are currently recording on September Sunday, September 4th. This episode will go live on Labor Day uh, in the States, uh, September Monday, September 5th. Um, uh, I think that was a, a really big thing that kind of fucking put us... Uh, yes, I was saying to Becky earlier, one of the reasons I think we needed... We were just kind of all over the place. Like uh, it's hard to like we like to do theme months. It helps us come up with ideas for for movies to cover. It helps us have a little fun with things. And it, we, we like I think our our uh, bummer movie club uh, two electric boogaloo spanned two and a half months almost. Yeah, <laughs> like we were just uh, all over the place. Like I said, uh, we, like before when we when we took our break, we were Adams in a in a new position. I had a job for a day. Uh, <laughs> quitting drinking, yeah. Uh, we we like uh, things were all over the place. I think we're we're at least our our we're at least I I, also, I think I, I, I am at least Adam um, mentally more. Not that I did not like doing the podcast, but I'm more. I was very excited to record tonight. Yeah, uh, as was I because it's uh, been yeah. it's been too long. Um, but yeah, I I feel like I was a main contributor because I was I was slacking on the posting. But um, we're going to I'm going to very hardcore commit to posting on Mondays. So the we the plan is to record on weekends, uh, post on Mondays. So tomorrow Labor Day, September fifth, you guys will have a new episode. This episode of Summer Movie Club. You'll hear um, about it on the Instagram, not so much on the Twitter. Yeah, Zach doesn't have Twitter, so you won't hear about it there. Um, but uh, I was gonna say I was gonna start the social media thing, but you fucked up Twitter. 
Follow us on the social media, Zach. You can still follow us on Twitter. You can still follow us on Twitter. Maybe if you follow me on Twitter, I'll get some notification. It'll be like... Yeah. And then something will spark. Like, oh, wait. There we go. Follow us on the Twitter at SummerMovieCLU and the number one. Follow us on the Instagram just at SummerMovieClub. Um... It's 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 really great to be back. We we're very excited. Um, it's great to be back at Dinosaur Story. I can't get I, I can't wait to dive more into nineties on nine. Oh, as you're talking, I'm gonna double check and see what Pulp Fiction is. If Pulp Fiction is streaming, I my bet is no. But um, but yeah, I, it's it's been too long, oh. and I'm happy to be back. HBO um, Max. HBO Max currently has Pulp Fiction, so you guys go check it out there. Um, I, I'm, I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to. Uh, I'm hoping all of you guys are happy that we're back, Zach. I'm happy that you have everything under control and that you and I can both drink uh, during the podcast again. We can finally do what the commercials tell us and drink responsibly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so, Zach, if you have nothing else to say. I will say, as it's been too long since I've said, be safe, be healthy, be kind to one another, and we will see everybody next week for Pulp Fiction. Um, oh, damn it. If I had been able to pull it up. It would have been good if you had the music cue right there. There you go. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Love you guys. From the bottom of my heart, I'm happy to be back. Love you, mean it. We'll see you next week. Love you, Munich. Glad to to be back at another story.